Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Learning disabled does not always mean differently able. Lots of Disco Coolia on TikTok. Early detection is key. Avoiding the math requirement with Discoculia and the basis for developmental Discoculia. This is our podcast for week 7 in 2023. We welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and she's going to help us review the links that we published on DiscoculiaHeadlines.com. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Now, always great to be here. Definitely. You're very welcome because we need your insights and tips on uh, what we have on the, uh, on the links here. And, and they're interesting. Uh, the, the first one is interesting. It, it talks about not being differently abled or being differently abled or not. What is that all about? Well, well this link is um, about a family who's trying to scale, uh, schedule a myriad of music lessons and sports activity and other activities for uh, their son. But that is not the essence of um, why we have posted this link. It is about the the mantra that learning disabled should always mean differently abled, and and we don't think that that is that is true. Many people um, know that people with a learning disability think differently and they learn differently, but um, this may lead to excellence in other areas. But it doesn't have to be that way with every person who has a learning disability. So the main quote from this posting is, the worst thing is that his dyscalculia doesn't amount to being a creative genius in other areas, end quote. (laughs) Well, we're not looking so much for creative geniuses, Mm, but um, we do know that there is a... Um, a mantra going around that uh, there's always some other um, other uh, ability uh, that is not yet discovered. Now, it shows that you cannot just assume that all people with a learning disability have another great ability in another area. Also, people with learning disabilities want to be recognized for their disability and not have it glossed over euphemistically referring to it as otherwise abled. No, they are learning disabled, and that can be uh, taken care of. That can be said. Um, Sometimes they may have other abilities that are better than usual, and that would be great, but um, let's make sure that we see everybody as an individual and not start to think about generalizations that is not useful good good points good points the next link is about lots of discoculia on no less tiktok yeah tiktok is of course the site where many young people hang out and they have the urge to show the world what is occupying them so show their skills some about cooking uh, some show their dancing Um, But there are a good number of, and and I can say mainly girls, who share their issues with dyscalculia. Interesting. Yes, (laughs) it's great awareness, although I guess TikTok is still being frowned upon a little bit due to the Chinese ownership. But for now, 
it spreads the word on dyscalculia, and it may help other children to understand that they are not stupid, but that there is a learning disability that they're dealing with, and that can be assessed and remediated. Remediated, right, right, right. Good awareness, good awareness. Very brave from those girls to come out there. Now, the next link says early detection is key. I think we knew that, right? Yes, of course, we know that. And um, this is now uh, from um, the Times of Malta. And they call for earlier action to spot math learning disabilities and difficulties. And they go on to say that kids can make great progress if given the right intervention at the right time. Well, we couldn't agree less, obviously. But we need to continue to make that point. We couldn't agree more, you mean? Yeah, couldn't be. Right. Oh, sorry, sorry. Did I say less? Okay, no, no. I, I mean more. I mean, couldn't This is just more. Dr. Schroeder, a confused <laughs> professor. You know, you got to keep on the Sorry about that. Around. Sorry yeah, about no that. No worries. So, uh, I would probably say less is, is, um, is uh, it's less true to not do it. Right. So, I have just finished uh, a masterclass for teachers to show them the easy, recognizable symptoms of dyscalculia and make them aware that they need to take action. So you don't all have to be a dyscalculia specialist, but you as a teacher need to be able to recognize it and ensure you, re you, re you refer it to the specialist for further research and further assessment and maybe remediation. You don't have to do that all on your own, but uh, it is important that you see the warn early warning signs. Right, you recognize those, okay. Now, the next link talks about avoiding the math requirement with dyscalculia. So, so what is that? Well, this comes from a uh, forum, uh, actually from DC Urban Moms and Dads, where uh, people start talking about the math requirements to graduate high school. And they are actually looking for ways to avoid that math re requirement also okay. in their Good studies luck. in college. Good luck with that one. Based on their dyscalculia. Now the question is, if avoiding, my question is, if avoiding the math requirement is always the right path forward or the only option. Now I have to say that not all curricula are um, useful for all students. So we probably can do a good job in diversifying uh, the math um, requirements in the math curricula. Now, if you have been assessed with dyscalculia and you have not done any remediation yet, instead of just trying to get away from this requirement, you might be better served by trying to work through the problems to bring your dyscalculia or your, your math abilities to a level where you are still able to live a happy life and deal with the numbers and, and maybe even pass that math requirement. Now, obviously, that you have a better chance of succeeding that when it's recognized and remediated at an early stage. Now, it may not be the fastest way, but in the long run, it will bring you more benefits. I, I truly believe that. So... You won't be able to avoid making the best choices for your mortgage plan, or you won't be able to avoid making some pension calculations. There are a ton more things throughout your life 
where you do need some math. So well, if you, you cannot afford math your whole life, of course. No, you cannot avoid it. So if you have um, worked through it, have done some remediation, preferably with a professional, um, you might be able to handle that in a much better way. Now, having said that, it is for me also mysterious why some colleges have a math requirement for students that really, in my view, do not on a daily basis need that math requirement. It is as if they want to add a topic that's hard for the students to test them. I, I don't know. what We have been, right. for instance, successful with someone who needed to take a math requirement for his study of religion. And after she shared our extensive report detailing her dyscalculia, she was very lucky that the college waived the requirement. So in some cases, it, it can be waived. I mean, religion, I mean, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, uh, you know, four Gospels, it's 12 Apostles, but that's where the counting stops, right? <laughs> I think so, I think it's so. It's amazing. Well, good that you got that wave, good that you got that wave. It brings us to our last link uh, for the week, and this is about the basis for this cochlea. What can we learn here? Yeah, well, um, that link is uh, to a somewhat older article that apparently escaped our attention when it was published in 2009. It is from Israel uh, researchers, and it's published in the Trends in Cognitive Science, which is a very nice uh, journal. And in this research, um, they are posing the, the important question about what could be the actual basis for dyscalculia. Is it either a unique cognitive deficit because of a unique pathophysiology, or does this um, uh, originate from multiple cognitive deficits because of a multiple or maybe unique pathophysiology behind it? Or is it actually a conglomerate of multiple behavioral disorders, right? Now, as always, in a developing field, the definitions are also emerging. And sometimes definitions are used more broadly and sometimes more selectively. So here, they use the term uh, developmental dyscalculia as the specific deficit in core numerical abilities. So a difficulty in processing quantity, that specific thing. That's what they call developmental dyscalculia. And next to that, they talk about a math learning disability as caused by several cognitive deficits, like a combination with working memory, visual spatial uh, ability, um, issues and issues with attention. So uh, in this uh, article, there's a great visual that shows the links of neurocognitive deficits in, in the biological level, so, so at the, the brain picture level, with the cognitive level and how that influences the behavioral level like we see in the classroom and, and that we can assess uh, with, um, with our tests. And um, behavioral levels for developmental dyscalculia and for a math learning disability. And um, 
their common comorbidities. So a very interesting uh, article. It continues to be a source of research, obviously. The outcomes actually have impact on what works best in remediation because that is our final goal Why all this research is being done, right. obviously. Right. So good research from Israel this time and uh, you need to take some time to read the whole article to appreciate it's elaborate, all of it. Right. It's, elaborate, it's elaborate, but very, very interesting. Good, good. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights on all these uh, things. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, she is always trying to raise the awareness for Discoculia. Uh, if you haven't done so, go to her website, webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com, and, and look at the uh, webinars that uh, she has. She posts five uh, webinars every workday at 7.30 in three different time zones. And you're very welcome to uh, look at those. Those are pre-recorded, so, but you can always uh, uh, issue questions and uh, you'll get an answer by email later. In general, if you have any questions for Dr. Schroeder, go to her website, discoculiaservices.com, and click on the contact page to uh, leave her a message. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.